Yo, it's Tammy and Matt here. And you are listening to another Bed Talks podcast. Why'd you do that in American accent? <laughs> well, you know, listening to podcasts are all That's true. And you're listening to this podcast. So, um, yeah, <laughs> this episode is called It's Not a Boy. Hey, it's not a boy. That so, can only mean one, one thing. thing. Wow, it could mean a hundred things. <laughs> it could mean that it's a girl. So, <laughs> it is a yeah. girl indeed. <gasps> we had our 20 week scan. Yes. And we found last out we're week. having a beautiful little girl. Yes, and some of you have put a poll up and some of you had voted on what gender it might be. So now you know it's a girl. Yeah, and to be fair to the people, to, to the family, to the friends, to the people out there, I think most people went for a girl. It, yeah. Which is yeah, quite yeah. funny. Well, initially because they asked us, what do you think it might be? And we were like, oh, I think it's a boy. <laughs> and then, so they just went, we're going to go against you and go yeah, for exactly. a girl. So this episode is all about the gender reveal. We found out the gender, we had the scan, we're going to talk about the scan. It was the first scan that I was allowed to go to. Yes. So that was really cool. I'm going to so, talk about that. But if yeah. you're new here, thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm. This is our Bump and Blind series. We're just talking about our experiences through the pregnancy journey, how I'm growing my bump and how we're growing into this experience blind. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't know what in the world we're doing. <laughs> But we're, that's fine. We're a couple of 25-year-olds. We've been together since we were 14. Mm. And we just want to share a bit of our story and hopefully bring some some laughter into people's houses and a bit of joy. And yeah. maybe give some advice, maybe just, yeah, yeah, share how we're feeling. Who knew 10 years on from when we started dating, we'd have a baby. So the first uh, scan we went to, well, I didn't get to see matt's reaction the first time it was the first uh the 12 week scan you know when they count in weeks so after the three months from conception then they get you to go to a scan just to see how many babies are in there and it's all good (laughs) yeah it basically is like okay you're pregnant how many babies do you have and so the 12 week scan because of covid i couldn't have matt Come in. <laughs> it was actually really sad and they I didn't allow the me to take any videos or anything so he couldn't see that the baby was already jumping around and moving yeah. by 12 weeks it had like a spine in the back and it had you know it was a real i thing. was just sat in the car on the bbc sport website scrolling <laughs> through <laughs> crap <laughs> But well, no, actually, I was I was quite I was actually quite sad that I wasn't I was really sad that I wasn't there. It was it yeah. was hard. Yeah. Was. So cuz I feel like, you know, as a man, it, you already feel a little bit detached from this whole yeah. process. Well, I haven't got someone Obviously, growing inside me. Yeah, the decision so. to make a baby is, you know, made by two. I guess in in our, in our case, yeah. it was <laughs> a decision we both decided on. And yeah, a lot of it is just happening to me so it's yeah i did feel really bad for matthew not being able to come in but this time yeah. i did get to come in so we had the 20-week scan uh-huh. i can't believe it's over 20 weeks now like yeah, that I'm just halfway I'm over halfway by. i'm 21 weeks now so the the last yeah. podcast we recorded was just a day before we went for the, the 20-week scan yes so what, yeah it's just flying by isn't it mm-hmm. but i was actually allowed, allowed to go in 
Mm-hmm. So that was a fun experience. <laughs> I knew. Masks on, going through this massive hospital. Okay, yeah. For me, it's I was like, like well, the, <laughs> I think it was just a, it was a policeman inside the way we were meant to go. And we thought, oh, maybe something's happened. We weren't allowed to go in. Oh, yeah. And then we were all like three couples just waiting outside. Like, there's the police in there. Actually, he was just there with his wife going for a scan <laughs> before he went to Do you work. Do think that's what it was? I think so. Oh, that's nice, but, um yeah, and then we were like scared, and then the midwife comes in, or you know, the scan ultrasound person was like, "You know, you can just come in, right?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, oh. but you c- there's such a small space, and it you have to keep it two meters, so True. you know." And then there, because of COVID stuff, they have to ask you like a lot of questions when you go in. Yeah, so that was quite fun. Like temperature, do you have any symptoms, all that stuff, which is I don't know any different because I've always had that in both my scans. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, but so it's like the great thing here normal. is that. Obviously, I don't know, like when you're having a scan, the woman's encouraged to drink a lot of water to make oh, sure days, her bladder's yeah. full. So all this time we're waiting outside, we've got all these questions being asked of us before we can actually go for the scan. She's just for yeah. a <laughs> I was like, oh, like drip, drip, drip. And then, <laughs> so after waiting for like what twenty minutes, then we we go in for the actual scan, and they're just prodding around at your belly. And I can oh. just see your face like joyful that you can see the baby, but like I need to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they like to have you with a full bladder and so that they could see the baby better in the ultrasound or whatever oh chatting to the chatting to the girl though she said she actually prefers it when it's yeah not full I she know, finds right? it harder so it's people find it different yeah yes. it just depends on what you what you have what you're used to i guess but yeah back to you though mm. when you first came in and they were welcoming and they were like, I'm this person and I'm this person. Yeah. Partner, do you want to sit over there? Yeah. And then they put the screen right in front of you, you know, right in front of us. Describe to the audience what it felt like as the man in that, you know, in that situation. Oh, well, it was, it was, it was actually, I was surprisingly like emotional about it, to mm. be honest. It was the, the actual witnessing our baby moving inside you, mm. like live. This is actually what's happening inside your body right now. And being able to see this, like the size and the, yeah, how, how much, like it is just a little beautiful baby human inside you. Like <laughs> arms, head, legs, yeah. brain, heart. Mm-hmm. It's just like complete. It just needs to grow. Mm. And for me to see that and to just witness that, as it's happening I was like yeah I mean I was quite tearful to start with yeah. like straight away I was like really just like emotional to see it and I wasn't expecting that at all mm. um, so that was amazing and then how I mean how different was it for you from the first scan where obviously baby's much smaller yeah I mean it was so special to have you next to me holding my hand like you know we're like you can see our baby now and I think for me having feet like i been feeling her for a while yeah and you just i guess you haven't been able to just because she's not big enough yet um but then to finally have you see her move and you know see her like being all sassy (laughs) yeah yeah we could say she now can't we yeah (laughs) she's just yeah um yeah it was really special and i guess for me it was just okay let's hopefully find out if it's a boy or a girl or like if she's healthy because they call it an anomaly scan 
So it's not yeah. really a gender scan. It's an anomaly scan. It's a scan where they try and see if there's anything wrong, any defects from the baby at the baby, you know, during this time. Yeah. And then the gender really is just a bonus <laughs> because by that time the, you, they can see it. I've got to say one thing but that yeah. I was not prepared for. And I don't think like reading reading books and people don't really prepare you for a scan. And like mm. I actually found... So firstly, there was the emotions, which I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. But then, like, so we had a, there was two ladies doing the scanning. Mm-hmm. One was like a trainee and the other one was the more experienced lady. So when they got to the heart, they, she was there. The trainee was there for quite a long time. Like, she was absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. but she was there for a long time. And then because there's two of them, they're kind of whispering to each other. Yeah. So I was not prepared for how scared I'd be. Yeah, I was I was really really scared. Like we were just holding each they, other's hand like so tightly. Yeah, because they, they were looking like, for like ten minutes at the heart. Yeah, and obviously we as just you know as punters we don't know <laughs> yeah. we don't know what's a good heart what's a bad heart on a scan. I mean we like, weren't so naive to not know certain like we knew there was four chambers. Aorta, yeah, and we could see the all that stuff. It shows a different color of the blood that's going away from the heart yeah. and coming towards it. So that was crazy. But if there's something slightly wrong. I'd they would like, be the ones to know. <laughs> and they were talking a lot, but in hushed tones. Yeah. So for me, that was my heart was just like beating so, so heavily. Yeah. And I was really actually really scared. I was really and, scared. And in that moment, I was, you know, I I think I guess before mm-hmm. we got, you know, before you got pregnant, when I hear people saying about miscarriages, I always just made the assumption that it happens really early on in the pregnancy before the baby's developed before there's been a real connection between mother and baby and father and baby. Mm-hmm. So I was so naive to think like when people say there's a miscarriage, surely it can't be that hard. Mm-hmm. But it's so naive of me to think that because going into this scan, 20 weeks, we've literally got a fully formed human. Yeah. It ju- ju- she just needs to grow. Yeah. And like at that moment, I really just felt, so, I felt for anyone who's had, a miscarriage like my heart just goes out to anyone you know who's had a it's miscarriage because yeah, it must be the hardest thing because as I guess as a woman you've put so much I mean for you especially like you're you know you've almost defined yourself as I want to be a mother mm-hmm. and you've put so much into growing this baby and we had you know we've yeah, been trying yeah, for a long time mm-hmm. and then you've actually got this this baby beautiful baby forming inside you and then for that to be taken away when it's she's literally she is grown like she is a human yeah I just yeah my heart goes out to anyone who's had that because I just I don't know how you would cope I don't know how we would cope with that yeah we were so so we're so lucky when she checked the heart that she said your baby is healthy yeah you have a baby a beautiful baby girl and she's very healthy she's got a good brain everything is there her spine is perfect and her heart was they were basically just looking at the heart for a long time because the the person who was doing the ultrasound for me was being trained by yeah. the other person. So then she was trying to, you know, there's just a little movements and she needed to get a good picture of the four chambers of her heart. Um, and because she was a little bit new, she couldn't find it. And that's why they were on it for a long time. Yeah. But... I was just like, oh my goodness, well, please, we still, Lord. We still do, yeah, there's lots yeah. of praying. We still do have to be, you know, guarded because, you know, 
Sorry, things a... things can happen. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, I think for us, it's the knowledge that our baby is in God's hands mm-hmm. and that we've been blessed with this gift to have a child. And we just pray that God helps her to grow safely yeah. and well. But we know that God, you know, God's plan is is bigger than <laughs> than than we can think. We can't imagine yeah. what his plan is. So yeah, yeah, I mean, we can definitely know now, you know, it was like initially when we're you know, we were guessing, you know, when we didn't know what yeah. it was gonna be, we thought, ah, oh, it's gonna be a boy. And yeah, we both had <laughs> yeah. we both had really strong feelings that it was gonna be, it was a, boy. Be a boy. So for like the last what, three months, yeah. all our mind has been like, Oh, we're gonna have a boy. We're gonna have a boy. And like this is how we feel as parents with a boy. Yeah. So I, how did that make you feel when, when we found we, out we had a girl then? Yeah, <laughs> when she was like moving through the scan, I thought, I saw. A little sack. A little ball sack. <laughs> like a little <laughs> ball sack. Little, little, little cute little sack. ball sack. You know, no. between her legs. Um, but actually, it was the umbilical cord is what I saw. Yeah. Absolutely and massive schlong. It's <laughs> <laughs> what it would have looked like. <laughs> Why is there this thing like the whole way through your womb? <laughs> yeah, this umbilical cord. Yeah, so it was the umbilical cord I saw that I thought was a little pair of balls. Yeah. But, and and then she zoomed in on, an, on the area and she said, oh, no, there's nothing protruding. And it looks <laughs> like, protruding. it looks like a wee vagina. Yeah. So there we go. That's what we found out. And it's a girl. Obviously, they, t- they give you like a little bit of a disclaimer saying, please don't, you know believe this 100 yeah. percent until the baby's out and you see but there was no them. penis so but there was no penis unless the penis is growing now but, <laughs> yeah. <hey>. yeah, who <laughs> so um yeah. i guess if we're if we're honest because because for months before we were thinking that we we're gonna have a boy there I was a little bit of shock it was yeah, shock. It was yeah it definitely wasn't disappointment but it was like oh oh we're my having goodness, a girl. What? Yeah. now our whole <laughs> mindset needs to change a little bit in terms yeah. of like we're having a girl now not mm-hmm. a boy so but then that actually challenged me in thinking why does it have to change so much you know what i mean mm. i guess for me what i felt was that i'd felt a little bit of pressure as um a mum and having a little girl and you know having the pressure of becoming a role model to her make sure that she's yeah, that we have a good relationship and all that stuff that kind of just overwhelmed me a little bit. Like, oh, it's a girl. Um, and yeah, just kind of looking back at my own self and how I was sometimes a little bit, definitely a handful. So I was just a bit like, oh <laughs> my Lord. You know, just kind of, yeah. Yeah, and I think for me, it, it's like, I think the father-daughter relationship it's going to be a different one. I don't know if you agree if that's right or wrong, but I think it is a different relationship that you'd have father, daughter to father, son. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's like a really exciting thing. It's like so beautiful to have. Yeah. It's bad to have that relationship. There's always that, there's almost that perception that are oh, the dads can be quite protective of their daughters, like really protective <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, and it's, I guess that maybe is the experience you've had. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Definitely. It's exciting to see what the relationship like blossoms into, you know. Yeah. And I don't want to be like obviously I'm going to be I am going to be super protected, <laughs> but I don't want to be like overly protected, you know. So it's going to be a challenge. 
but that's the same if we'd had if a, we had a boy it shouldn't make that much of a difference but in your heart it it does yeah i think yeah. so but it's more just now joy and excitement oh yeah um i had a dream and i was given a name for her Ooh. which we won't reveal obviously yeah but we think we've got a name don't we yes yes i think so and it's it's gonna be something that means a lot to well to both of us and i think yeah it's exciting i yeah. feel like well the, the the funny story was right it was really exciting when i told you this um just the day before the scan i had a dream that i was like told to think of girls names yeah <laughs> And so actually we went to the scan thinking it probably is going to be a girl because you had this yeah, dream. Yeah, <laughs> because all this time I was thinking it's going to be a boy. And then in my dream, so clearly I heard, think of girls' names. You have to think of girls' names. And I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? And it turns out it was a girl. And now we're like, okay, well, perfect. Now I feel like we got given a name. So Yeah, that's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. I know there's a, there's a big thing about whether or not you find out the, the gender. It's so funny people saying, mm. some people have been like, what? You found the gender out already? Like, why would you do that? I why don't you leave it as a surprise? And other people are like, oh yeah, you know, that's what we did. Or Yeah. So there's a big thing on that. I think in my mind to know now, it means you can start preparing. So I don't think there's going to be huge differences in terms of what we prepare, but in terms of mentally preparing... Mm-hmm. And also when you're, you know, when you actually give birth, there's gonna be so many things going on in our lives. Like yeah. we've got a new baby. There's this moment Ooh. of like incredible joy because your child has just come yeah. into the world, you know. Um, you, Like, I don't think finding out the gender is just gonna be another thing that it's like, oh man, like surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when actually in that moment, you're so joyful. I know not like people probably don't, wouldn't be thinking like this but actually if you've built up an expectation in your head that oh i'm gonna have a son mm-hmm. the last thing you want is on the day of your child coming to the into the earth that it's like you're slightly disappointed because it's, it's not, not what you're expecting yeah. so like for me i think it's it's fine to know early mm-hmm. and it means we can start preparing mentally and start thinking about how we want yeah yeah and it just means it's not that potential for not a disappointment but a real shock and like yeah changing mind on the day when you've got loads of other stuff going through your mind like yeah 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 your wife screaming (laughs) (laughs) i hope i don't scream (laughs) yeah no i do think that we weren't really going to be that particular i think we were just going to be like okay it's either a boy or girl we want to know and for us, that was pretty straightforward. And yeah, people kind of went like, oh, you're not going to wait till the day. And I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> is that is that OK with you? You know, and there's almost kind of like this thing where you have to get people's permission or something, which is I think I find quite hard. I mean, I'm sure it's not like that, but it's like, yeah, most like everyone is happy for us yeah. whatever we have just because we're gonna have a baby and i've been talking about having a baby for literally <laughs> years but i think it's funny with babe i think with babies people seem to make it like everyone's business yeah do you think yes so that's interesting that's another topic for another yeah. time i think because that is extensive and yeah. we have gotten you know st- advice here and there and 
we just don't know what to take if we should take it i think you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah and obviously every human is different but somehow with babies apparently they're all the same <laughs> which is not true at all so nope. yeah nah. i think that was just such a yeah not a surprise actually i think i was expecting to get yeah. some weird advice but yeah it's it was just a bit amusing to think that okay yeah i'll weird advice I'll and people yeah. being like quite definitive on whether what you've done is right or wrong as well mm-hmm. more so than anything else i've come across in life yeah people are like no that's not the way to do it okay that's good that's a really good way of doing it mm-hmm. you know often people are like this is my opinion um take it or leave it yeah yeah but weirdly with like <laughs> with babies it feels like it's like a definitive thing <laughs> like, like you're doing it wrong yeah well this is the way to do it their so life is ruined that's, that's something we have to um so that's where we have to kind of okay guys what to listen to chill out a little bit yeah. and yeah we yeah. hope that we but also we really appreciate right advice her. as well don't we huh? it's just we we advi- we appreciate the advice oh of course we're just um taking it with a pinch of salt and the more making we know. sure we discern and stuff yeah so going forward next couple of weeks i think this is like crunch time in the pregnancy yeah because what i've just been reading is that actually this is the going into the third trimester this is when the lady with the baby becomes oh no much (laughs) what have you read (laughs) basically you're going to be having a hard time in the next few months right the bump's going to get bigger it's going to get heavier Mm-hmm. you can have up to like 12, 10 to 12 kilograms of weight on top because you've got liquids and um, bigger breasts and just uh, like oh, damn. loads more going on and the baby obviously for the baby how so, ma- okay how heavy was the bag i carried on the gr20 that was 14 kilograms 14 kilograms so you're gonna have almost but that on my front almost that on your front oh, yeah my so like this is where all the books are kind of preparing the man to be like look this is a stage where you're going to be doing a lot of stuff <laughs> for your wife. So yeah. I'm kind of preparing for that. And French I guess time, ideally we French could have started time. getting the nursery ready together. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I think in the next few weeks you're actually going to be, you won't be able to do as much and you need to have more naps and all of this. So, yeah. so the next few weeks we're kind of preparing for that. I think for us now it's, start, it's starting to think about how we want the room to be, you know, what cot we want, all the little... All the big things, well, the big purchases that we need to get. It's little big things, isn't it? It is. Well, I, I don't, I don't know if you know me. If you, you're listening to this and you actually know me closely, I don't really care much for. Do you not for what? For I don't know. I just, I just, you know, like for me, I don't. I'm not really like into judging or makeup or you know that oh, kind okay. of girl I am. I'm just like kind of it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing your T-shirt for tenth time in a row because I don't want to wear my own. <laughs> and you know, you it's, stink. and it, things like that. I'm just like, you know, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when it comes to baby, care. of course you care. No, of course I do. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not gonna spend so much money on them. Like they're gonna grow so quickly. Yeah. You know, and in terms of colors, like I don't. Yeah, I don't, we don't really want, the pink. want it all to be pink. We don't want you know? the pink okay? or the blue thing. Like, yeah, I just I think any, any color yeah. will do. Just because it's a girl doesn't mean it's defined by a color. But with preparing the room, what I've read actually is it's really good to make the bedroom a, a fun place to be. Oh, so yeah. even when the baby's born, you know, even even before they're a year old, 
you're making it a place which is really enjoyable and joyful place to be because then when your child grows up they associate their bedroom with a, a good Comfort. place to be a comforting yeah. place to be rather than it being like punishment yeah. you know like go to your bedroom yeah they'll then obviously straight away associate that with a negative and then when you when it's bedtime they won't go to bed so what i was reading today is actually that's really good is to try and make the bedroom a joyful oh, place okay. so it doesn't have to be super bright colors but it needs to be a place where we you know we do fun stuff read stories sing songs play music that's just awesome. have fun there mm-hmm. and there's also a place to sleep but it needs to be comforting yeah so i think that's something that's re- i've really learned that i thought was like oh yeah that's pretty smart <laughs> actually yeah so i mean that's why we need each other and we work together on it yeah. and what's actually practical i think that's what i am i'm more of a practical person yes it looks good but it it doesn't help it's too much work no that's not for me like i'm just i want everything in one place organized that's what looks good for me you know i don't want to be like yeah like going through different laces and curtains just because i i can't find the thing i want yeah you know that's the last thing for me as a mother as a parent as a person yeah just in general just on you know can't be doing that and that's where i know for us we're gonna we might fall out because the way i do things and the way you do things is very different so you're very uh clean as you go whereas i'm like put all the dirty stuff in a pile and then clean everything at once yeah, but, but that's that usually where means waiting. compromising for each other <laughs> is really important. Yeah. As we said in a lot of other podcasts, is like the compromise because mm-hmm. we are different humans, but we need to work together. Yeah. So compromising is vital. So looking forward, then we're going to, we'll probably have an episode where we chat a bit about budgets and how much we have to spend on. Oh, yes. Because I think that's quite a big thing. People are always like, oh, you have a baby, it's going to be so expensive. So maybe we can see if we can find some dodgy deals, get some good stuff. <laughs> Love a good dodgy deal. <laughs> what everyone says is when you have a baby, you have way too many, too many random things. Too so. many toys. <laughs> and yeah. So there's quite a few things happening. And she's kicking like a, oh my word, like a mule on fire. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. The mule's on fire kick a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a mule on fire. She's like at the most ridiculous times of day. So I would wake up sometimes at like 3 a.m. Um, and then she'd just be like, wake up, mommy, wake up. <laughs> and I'm just like, no. And I'll try to go to sleep and then wake up again and she'll be kicking me. The, the, the worst time she'd be kicking is in, at night, usually when Matt plays the piano or when we're watching a film and Matt's got his hand on the belly, she's usually just like, Ooh, like <laughs> at that spot, like, I want daddy to fill me. But yeah, she likes music. She does love sure. music. So it's amazing that, you know, in the womb, they can obviously still hear. They can yeah. hear our voices. They can hear sounds. So, yeah. And that's like the biggest way we can connect because we can't really touch right now other than mm. through like kicking through. So actually, um, like I'm sounds. the medium when I'm, I just tell Matthew, like, yeah, yeah she's like, <laughs> she's kicking so much. It's because of you. <laughs> so it's fun. There's going to be more of that to come. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. So Looking you have that. listened to It's Not a Boy. It's a girl. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's part a of our Bump and Blind series. 
Yes. Thank you very much for listening to another episode. If you've been enjoying this one, and if it's the first you've listened to, then check out our other stuff. There's quite a lot of random things on there. We started off talking a bit about our story, mm-hmm. and then we've had the Quickie series, which is about the five love languages. Indeed. And now we're on to the Bump and Blind series, which is all about the pregnancy journey. Yes. So if you've liked it, then check out some of the, some of the others. Share the love. Get other people to listen and yeah. Yeah. That's that really. (laughs) It's been fun. (laughs) Till next time. Thanks for listening to the Bed Talks podcast.